the team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Half-time break around the country and it has been an interesting start to the afternoon in our three featured games. Killy nil, Hearts 1. Andrew McLean, let's quickly revisit that incident that we saw towards the end of the half. In your mind, uh, do you think Kilmarnock's goalkeeper should have been sent off? No, I don't think so because what it was being looked at was for serious foul play and it's one of those where... Well, Dennis came rushing out, he sort of dangled a leg towards Yataro Oda and he did catch him, but I'm not sure it would have been enough for serious foul play, but it's just one of those awkward ones where I think the assistant on the near side maybe delayed his flag ever so slightly, not because of the the way the play was going, but just in hesitation that he thought, do I put my flag up and, and let play go on or do I not? He then put his flag up maybe a second or two late but at that point Will Dennis is already committed he's rushing out towards Yataro Oda who gets to the ball first Will Dennis sort of sticks his leg out catches him and he goes down so at that point you know he can't get done for denying an obvious goal scoring opportunity because the flag is already up the free kick has already been given for uh, an offside but then the, the VAR needs to determine whether there's enough in it for, for serious foul play and for me there, there was certainly no serious foul play in there uh, and there we go and Gabriel how annoyed will Stuart Kettlewell be at the break having taken the lead and now going in behind at home to Dundee as I said Gordon he'll be absolutely livid at the two teams just coming back out now I was speaking to some colleagues in the press room at half time just discussing the goals it was like five aside defending especially the second one for Owen Beck just the, the, the kind of ease that down the right cut the ball back Stephen O'Donnell went to ground when he didn't need to the first goal as well Lyle Cameron just found himself unmarked six yards out there was another player next to him either or two of them could have just headed the ball in such basic defensive errors that are costing Motherwell and they were in complete control of this game up until that five minute spell when Dundee scored both of their goals a huge second half coming up Gordon as I said Booze ringing around this place at the interval. Motherwell really needs something in the second half, and we're just about to get underway. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with MD Green Pharmacy. Make your life that little bit easier. Use their free prescription delivery. Second half's getting underway, then. Andrew McLean will probably be a couple of minutes behind, thinking back to when that first half ended there at Rugby Park but this is a massive 45 minutes Gordon coming up for Stuart Kettlewell well you heard Gabs there the, the home fans aren't happy um, you know Kettlewell come in brilliant at first really was and um, the fans loved him but you're going 10 could be 11 by 5 o'clock tonight without a win they've got a couple of difficult games coming up you just can't mm. keep losing games Gordon it's a results driven business yes you can buy yourself some time but you cannot keep uh, losing win- actually uh, just to games. pick up on that though I think part of the problem this week is I'm not saying they're not difficult games but in, relative, in relative terms they're not Dundee at home they play Ross County and St Johnson this week I know we live on a game to game basis Hugh, but maybe a more accurate way of looking at this for Motherwell by next Saturday night, uh-huh. out of those three games, got to be looking at what f- five six points. Yeah, yeah, of, of course. I mean, the, the first of all, Gabriel is describing inept defending. Mark has already pointed out that Motherwell have lost more goals than any team in the Premiership this season so far, twenty four in total. 
he's got to get out of the woods today and then we can examine what happens thereafter. But you know, he, he really could be doing with even a draw. He'd bite your hand off for a draw. Uh, and right now the Celtic fans must be thinking, we dropped two points to that team last weekend and we could have been 10 points mm. in front of Rangers given what happened to them. Well, this is not over yet, Mark Wilson. We're, yeah. We've gone early, but... Uh, that has always been a different challenge. Look at this. Look at St. Johnson. They went to Celtic Park and Drew had to bin their manager a couple of weeks later. Mm. It is a very different challenge. Well, as you know, you look at that run that Stuart Kelwell's on, and when they went to Ibrox and they played so well, but lost, they got credit. Then Celtic it for part, he got some credit. Um, then took a bit of stick, but then got credit again for last week. But then when you're losing at home to newly promoted Dundee, that's a different. It's not uh, just that, Matt. The, in the last four games at home, and this is where your problems arise, he's lost something like 11 goals so far. Yeah. In four games at home. Mm. You can't continue to do that because the fans, they turn up there at Fur Park, they expect that, look... I'm that, that, that doesn't include, you know, a Celtic or Rangers hammering. You, know, could, you, could, you could that's rack Aberdeen, up that total that's Hearts, yeah. that's Dundee, yeah. uh, Ross County. Ross County. Yeah. Um, so... Um, he just needs to be careful Big second half coming up at Fir Park and Rugby Park For different reasons as well We've got our featured championship game at Fir Hill also But let's do this, Hugh, shall we? Mm. The second half teaser With the thescottishsun.co.uk slash football For the best football news and opinion online I think this is a tough one I really do uh, This is a real test of your knowledge mm-hmm. I have played alongside Paul Gascoigne and Derek Ferguson I have been managed by Peter Reid and Bobby Robson I played for seven top flight clubs across three countries And the team I played for in Scotland Is no longer in the top flight Who am I? I have played alongside Gaza and Derek Ferguson Managed by Peter Reid and Bobby Robson played for seven top flight clubs across three countries and the team I played with in Scotland is no longer in the top flight who am I? Listen you lot including Gordon DL have been tearing this up in recent weeks so we thought we had to make it a bit tougher for you this afternoon let's see what you can come up with any early indications from you master of the second half teaser I'm going to go you want, I'm going to go with a guess right okay already yeah I'm still trying to process information here there's oh, no way you can get a guess already the yeah, dazzler is correct, correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he didn't spell his name correctly yeah, but he has the individual right correct. How, how have you done that that's the that's jigs- the most impressive one he's so got far in, he's got an inside man in here the jigsaw look there is no way. That, I, I'm still, I'm list. still writing down Peter Reid, and he's got it. He, ah, I I te- I'll tell you where your first one was, and that there. That's your. What, ge- what does that even that, say? That's, what have you written there? That's what, your, what there's what a, is, there are already a lot of cheating allegations flooding in. I have to say, I know it's it's hard. It's, it's, it's a shame. Do you know what? I'll tell you what. I'm not playing again. I'm not playing again. You say that every week. There's absolutely no way that. Right, you ask any of the guys in there. They're the other one that said they think you saw your la- the laptop sitting. 
That's amazing problem solving If you go like that That quickly Are you happy uh, with that man? I'm very happy That's, that's your most impressive one I boomed it I must be, I must be gold medal <laughs> he, if you're not cheating you're, You are exceptionally well, listen, good at this It's a guy who's had to solve a lot of problems in his life That's, that's <laughs> the way I look at it It's good is that? I, I think that's probably. quite an easy one Oh I don't Do you not? No yeah. well, See it was like the Kyle Hutton one It was sort of sitting in there Ready to come out Right okay well you We'll know, soon see just, We'll soon see how everyone else does So get your guesses in a, get, get another one for me At Clyde SSB Get your guesses in Send me one tweet One name and Let's see You won't be able to get it quicker Than Gordon DL But let's see if you can make it Onto the podium At Clyde SSB No goals to tell you about In the second half Of our featured matches At no significant goals elsewhere either I will try and keep you up to speed As a Motherwell supporter Do you read Nothing at all into the half-time booing Or do you read significance into the half-time booing? Just a bit in the middle probably I think naturally 10 games down You lose a, a lead and yeah, I think booing at half-time and full-time Has now become a bit less indicative than it used to be right. It's now a, just a bit more of a reflection on what's going on in front of you In, in the simple terms, if you're losing you boo uh-huh. To an extent, you know, not always um, but you ever you ever booed at a ground? You ever booed your team actively? Thought I'm not happy with that. I'm gonna go boo. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I cannot imagine me doing. It's just it's just a personality thing because I think you're more than entitled to do it. Yeah. And now that you ask, I don't know. I actually don't. <laughs> um, I'm yourself, boy. I never. No, no, no I never. I, I never, like, never boo, boo the team or the manager. Boo like the referee or whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, no. It's an odd, really an odd like. thing. I, I get shouting, that's not good enough, or whatever. Did but that boo. boo. Did you but, boo? But it's pant- never boo. I've had a few boos at me. It's pantomime season, remember? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, You're allowed to do that it. sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Can I just say, how desperate is Mark Wilson to tuck into that advent calendar that's behind him? He's only mentioned it about 10 times. He's been on it since 2 o'clock. During every break. I'm he's he's actually going, look, if we're getting at the top there, slide everything out, take the chocolates, <laughs> put it back in, no deal. you exposed me because there must be maybe George and Cassie's in <laughs> Must be, I have no idea. And if you want to. Yes. So well, so he opened the bottom of them. Believe me. Chocolates and slide it back in. George and Cassie would do it to you. So. You've, you've got your since re- he's exposed me. You've got your retaliation in first. Yes, he's all the. I know. I can't believe there's no. What did we have last week? Oh, you were oh, you were here, Gordon. Oh, yeah. By the way, you've never seen a guy like this, Gordon. I, Remember he, he I, did it on the Thursday night as well. The quality I, streets got produced. His hand was in before the lid was even off. He took about eight out the top, and there was only about eleven in there. Seven. And he, he put them in his wee nest beside him, so the no worst of it is, is, you're one of these. Animals that puts the wrapper back in the tub. <laughs> that that that. See of all the repulsive things you do. Do you want me to that's, the that's the worst. Yeah. Why? The bin would be better. Just back in. Then then you've got this. You've got this tub of half chocolate, half litter from you. That that's unacceptable Christmas etiquette. That. Um. No, I don't think that's it the is. case. I think a lot of people will stick up for me here with that. Not a keep, chance. Keep Not Britain tidy is my fine, but put it in the bit. Don't put the wrapper back in the in I the know. tub. But when you people put your hand in the Christmas. when you put your hand in the tub, you know if it's an empty no. chocolate or there's I'm a sorry. fudge. People there. like you no, ruin like Christmas. On Christmas morning, do you go round your house with a bin liner putting all the wrappers in it? I do. Since I became a since I became a father, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, only started I, two Christmases he's been very tidy today here to the left of me because 
he's, he's got a, a bin bag there But also double, doubles up as his packed lunchbox He's I the type of guy that's brought an Asda carrier bag I don't know what's disturbing about that With your lunch you're, in it Because you are the fun police as well though. I can imagine you as soon as the presents yeah. are open You've got everything yeah, taken away When my kids were younger I, I used to hear them saying Christmas morning Here he comes <laughs> Here he comes. Oh, you've got to, you've got to. He's high tech, so. You know why? <laughs> you lose the presents underneath all the wrapping, and the kids forget it. Only you, you. Only, yeah. one, like only one so far. Matondo says, I have to be honest, I put the wrappers back in the tub. Well done, Matondo! <sighs> it's very uncivilised yeah. behaviour, that, honestly. <sighs> behave. I can't be having yeah. that. You've got a rubbish There's bag no there. Need to, there is just Stroke. no need for it. Dairy lunch. Dairy pee for life. <laughs> Stick it in your pocket if you need to <laughs> put it bag somewhere for else. Life. Yeah. Uh, mm. Oh dear, Hamilton Aki's four, Queen of the South nil. We've also got one in our featured game. With MD Green Pharmacy. Game on at Firhill, Partick Thistle 2, Airdrie 1, and it's Craig Watson with the volley. Great move. Callum Gallagher headed it down and a brilliant finish as well. So Craig Watson. That's a back into bit of a Partick Thistle trait mm. You know the, you, the number of times we've stood in here on a Saturday And watched a two goal lead evaporate mm. uh, So they better be careful All of a sudden my three draws are looking good again Oh Okay I need three goals but That's, um, that's doable You know we mentioned Ollie McBurney's sending off yeah. and Apparently it was for two elbows in the space of nine minutes A right and a left Both of which could reasonably have been red cards According to the tweet I've just read In their own right uh, Speaking of Scotland strikers Leading with elbow Did you see Lyndon Dykes last night? He didn't get sent off But he Good absolutely smashed the boy in the nose Did you see it? No but the one was pouring everywhere Did he score gone? He didn't uh, no. He scored in the, the previous game um, But didn't score um, And it's just amazing how Seamlessly you can transition From one topic to the next Speaking of bloody noses uh-huh. Remember Ryan Bowman? Yeah, centre forward at Motherwell. At Motherwell, yeah, yeah, remember. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, how good how good are these links? Remember Fabio Cardoso. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. an answer to the first half teaser. Yeah. Ryan Bowman burst his nose. Yeah. Look at this. All fits like a perfect jigsaw. Have you seen Ryan Bowman's hat trick from last night? No. So he scored a hat trick for Shrewsbury. I think yeah. it was. You you genuinely would have a fair case to accuse the opposition defence of match fixing. You will never. Ever see a hat trick like this? Sure, all, sure. all three of them is either like rolled across the goal, put on a plate for him, or the defenders under no pressure and just falls to the ground. It's the best slash worst hat trick after what you will ever see. After watching my mother will any hat trick, I'd be accusing of match fixing. <laughs> um, Underrated. <laughs> I'm so glad he's down the road, not listening to this. Um, not I, not I, spectacular, is it? Yeah, it's, it's gone viral as the. Young social media users um, would say, um, "Huge chance for Obika." Speaking of Motherwell strikers, it's nice work. One two edge of the box. He's one on one, left foot and puts it past the post. Has to score, Gordon Deal. Yeah, there are chances you could ruin. There are chances to find lines between managers becoming under severe pressure. Uh, then maybe you saying there earlier, and I totally take on board what you're saying. Oh, he would snatch your hand off for a draw. He needs a win, Hugh. I know, but you know, you could go. You you're, you could now then point the finger and saying that's a living games without a win. Now people are not saying, oh, it's a draw. You've got to win games, especially. Mm. At home. But when you're two one down after being one goal ahead, a draw suddenly looks attractive. Uh, well, there's still a bit of life left in that game, but Motherwell can't afford to pass up too many uh, chances like that one. 
Um, do you know what's um, also thinking of things that have gone viral this week? I've been meaning to ask you, Hugh Keevens, because I wanted to know when this started to make its way into Scottish culture, right? We're just talking about Christmas chocolates and advent calendars. I mean, it's December, the trees are up, the decorations are out. It is very much the festive season, as we declared it earlier. When did Christmas dancing, social dancing, the gay (laughs) Gordons, etc. become a thing? Did you do that at school? Uh, No, no, it wasn't a thing at my school. Right, the plot thickens then. So how's it a tradition if... We didn't do it, and then you know brought it. When yeah. did we bring it in? Well, this because is my you, son's first year. You see, you know, you know why I'm asking that. All these like Scottish banter accounts yeah, have, have had it. You know, this this week, um, saying you know every Scottish PE class in December. Um, when did we start it? What is the what are the origins? It might depend on which region of the country you were in. Uh, there was more chance of river dance at my school than. Uh, Scottish country dancing I mean but they went for it big style at my school they, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Was the same. Well, I loved it huge Aye. I was actually quite good at that good at it no uh, one's good at yeah, it yeah you are you got your well, like, oh, co- I'm brilliant at the dashing white sergeant oh yeah who says that twirl round and then oh, I was I really liked that time at Christmas it was just a nerve wracking experience oh, yeah. so my wee, bo- my wee boy came to me uh, midweek and says I said what have you done PE today and he says oh the, the dancing I said oh brilliant how did you get on he said, I get injured. <laughs> I said, what? Well, hold on. How do you get injured? He says, I went over my ankle. Oh, so no, I had to pull oh, it no, 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 You were no. at it. But he takes uh, after his father. See, 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 my day, it was a nightmare because what happened was you would sit at one end of the yeah, hall, yeah. they would sit at the other. This wasn't then, exclusive to your era. Then the girls were asked to go, and you're thinking, what happens if I don't get picked here? Mm-hmm. So you got yourself down beside wee ugly John, right? Big ears and, <laughs> and still, <laughs> the acne and everything, you get yourself planted right Sorry if you're here. listening, John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were guaranteed a pick. Andrew McLean says pulling your sleeves over your hands if you got paired ah, with someone yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Don't, oh, don't all the tension yeah the old sweaty palms you used to have there ah, it was just nervous and listen if you're going to go into it at that you know when when senses of humour weren't as you know sophisticated as they would be now you know age 10, 11, 12 you can't get into these experiences with the same first name as him and I can you? Oh, of course you know I mean? <laughs> that was just <laughs> of course <laughs> that's I mean, a ridicule for you I mean uh, the, the 90s was a, it was a tougher school back I then was. but I mean come on, I was. Uh, come on what was it all building to actually why were you you practising for did it all come again on a show yeah, or something a, a show I can only address this question to the Dazzler because he's maybe get a chance were you ever in a Glasgow dance hall no 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 at my when I left school and started work you know the dancing on a Saturday night the Locarno Locarno the Majestic see I've heard of that but only because yeah. I listened to the Bible John podcast <laughs> so it's entirely different reasons but that um, was embarrassing because you had to go over and ask a girl if she cared to dance so, right, here's, then... here's the thing so social dancing <laughs> style first popular in Scotland during the 18th century and revived during the 1920s so how did you miss oh. out on it <laughs> so like you went to school in the 1910s he just didn't get a pit he just wondered why everybody was dancing um, in front of him I'm seeing various reports of you know the 40s the 60s that's when it kind of came back into popularity in the schools can anyone tell us any any experts out there Mm. so this is only a a Scottish (coughs) thing oh yeah imagine if you transfer schools 
you know, at the end of primary in England up to Scotland and you're your face with us there goes Big Dunk yet again he's uh, mm. doing an amazing job at Cali Thistle one up against Wraith mm, I need to find out more I need to know why what? did Hugh Keevans not do he must the have gay few. Gordons at Christmas time no, but, uh, Partick country dancing and Partick that, that were mutually exclusive you, you, you don't, there's no country dancing in Partick well, and like you wonder it. if the PE teachers enjoy teaching that see when you get into PE teaching you're thinking I'll teach them football, badminton, basketball. Surely that's at the bottom. Here's another thing for you. Gabriel, Gabriel, Gabriel says he moved to Scotland in primary four and had no idea. <laughs> when he was told to strip the willow, he started panicking. But what was um, him? <laughs> that's my <laughs> name as well. I also... He came to sleep the night before wonder what was happening. I also attended a boys only school. It's all making a bit more sense. Um, David Taylor says, uh, Oh, he was on Beat the Pundit, I think, last night. He says his father used to manage the, t- he says he was cannon fodder for Lord Keevans last night. That must mean yeah. I, I, David lives in London, he was very polite, ah, yeah. a Celtic fan, he very polite, but he had, dad, a, he had a poor night and had a good night. His dad used to manage the Trossachs Hotel in the late 60s, and every Saturday was Highland dancing. Strip the Willow, Gay Gordons, etc. When and why did we start it in the schools, and how did Hugh Keevans miss it? That's because what I need to know. you know, my school had famous pupils like Tosh McKinley, Pat McGinley, Billy Connolly. Mine had Gordon DL. Yeah, a few named after the school. But apart, it was but boys were... only, and there was no country dancing. Ah, there we go. I always remember though, mine's turned into a bit of uh, kind of line dancing as well. Where Billy Ray Cyrus come on achy break your heart just never did that so you all had to that sounds entirely different you all had to do the move the teacher was showing you that and then yeah I don't know it was a weird experience in Bayless it's in Ambrose and Cope Ridge Ridge, Uh, weird it was a good tune in its day but we were all going going in time and you wonder for whose benefit is that am I even at the school disco or whatever it was dance nobody's enjoying that Oh, I thought it was the best oh, no, part I of it was school. Enjoyable. Yeah, I totally agree yeah, with you, Gordon. But doing and No, I'm talking the line dancing, but oh, the, right. the oh, no aye, Billy Ray Side. No, I'm nobody's like that. Hmm. See, you was break, the boys I, I was right over there. I went early. <laughs> the teacher didn't even get it out of the mouth, and I was halfway across the gym hall picking. Um, Mother will have made a substitution, Gordon, clearly going for it. Delighted to get back onto the football, it has to be said. Mm. Um, Who's your son? Connor Wilkinson on and Callum Butcher off. Oh. Yeah, well, certainly another attacker. He tends to, he, he likes to go with two or three attackers up top. Is, that's the one that's not really worked. Though. Exactly, he tried it three, four, um, three, didn't he? Did the fans boo the substitution? No, it's probably a bit early for that, isn't it? And I think, you know, in theory, you get it, you're putting on a striker. Um, but you're well, right, I think that Comarnock was the first yeah, time we yeah. saw it. Um, Wilkinson, not as sharp as what I thought. Um, it's uh, driving me crazy. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's dreadful. I can mix it up. It's um, Christmas. But yeah, he is now on to join Mika Beirut and John Obika. So Motherwell definitely going for it. I think when the, the problem is, is there that temptation that you know they're all physical strikers as well. Mm. It almost invites you to go that that extra direct. You just got to be careful because. Hugh might be right as time goes on A draw You might be a bit disappointed But you've got a point If you start throwing everything at it now And you lose another one The counter against Dundee Which is capable of happening But the fans not give you credit for 
giving no, it a no, go to try and win for, the match. Credit, right, though, you know, you did, that, yeah. If that's the case, we'll just stick six strikers on then and just see what happens. Um, yeah, yeah, and, and you could end up this game, get away, away from you, lose 3-1, all of a sudden, you're really under pressure. Right, Hugh, remind us of your teaser, please. Okay, well, not so hard for Gordon DL, but... I have played alongside Paul Gascoigne and Derek Ferguson. I have been managed by Peter Reid and Bobby Robson. I played for seven top flight clubs across three countries. And the team I played with in Scotland is no longer in the top flight. Who am I? DOC says Francis Jeffers. The Fox in the Box, no. And Alan McLaughlin wants to throw in Kevin Gallagher. Ah, Kevin, good no. Clyde Bank boy, but he's not the answer. Okay, keep your guesses coming in then at Clyde SSB. Uh, substitutions being made in most games. You know, it's that stage of the afternoon. Tagawa and Devlin on for Oda and Grant uh, for Hearts. <coughs> it's getting colder at Fur Hill. A few players are starting to slip, so the game oh. uh, survived. We've got another goal at Fur Park. Which way is it going? Goal flashes with MD Green Pharmacy. And Motherwell are level this time. It's a great glancing header from everyone's favourite Argentinian international, Bevis Mugabe. The ball came back out to Blair Spittle after the initial corner in swinging. It's a brilliant cross. And there's a glancing header from Bevis Mugabe to make it Motherwell 2, Dundee 2. Manager goes for it. Manager gets equaliser. Manager has half an hour to get a winner. So the substitution, I think, has been justified, vindicated. Stuart Kettlewell going for it. Good response. Um, that'll give everybody a lift. They've just got to make sure that they close the back door, they've got enough strikers on there, they've got enough time, bit of confidence now, the home support behind them. What an opportunity to go and win this. There's not been many boring games at Fur Park this season, has there? No, a lot of goals. Plenty of goals. So if you're a neutral, get yourself along there, you're guaranteed action. Yeah, you get the feeling Stuart Kettlewell would settle for a 1-0 win if he could <laughs> yeah, um, at the moment, certainly. but it's, it's not really going that way. Motherwell 2, Dundee 2 in over 20 minutes for either side to find a winner. Bevis Mugabe with the glancing header to pull Motherwell level. Mika Bireth did have them in front. A quick fire turnaround from Dundee. Lyle Cameron and Owen Beck two impressive performances. A VAR check on that Mugabe goal Oh, now. no. So I have to wait and see. Oh, no. Um... I mean, the VR every goal, doesn't it? No, no, but it's yeah, obviously it's... taking its time, though. And if, that, if that's it, just um, you know, still, still happening. So you never know. The big Argentine in that goal stand. <laughs> yeah, I, I do feel that I need to stop throwing in references to your horror moments on Beat the Pundit because someone might be listening for the first time and saying, "Why is he calling Bevis Mugabe Argentinian?" <laughs> he was a wee international. Who, who, who is it? Uganda, it's close though. That's not it's far just, away. Yeah, it's just over the water. It's beside the United States of Arab. Yeah. Um, I'm no good with countries Could never find my way to the geography class The length of this check would be Making me a little bit nervous If I, if I was Stuart Kettlewell, not me personally Ah, the goal stands, there we go Everything is right with the world again And Bevis McGabby's goal stands Motherwell 2, Dundee 2 Well, the fans are now Off their seats for the Proper reason, not to boo the manager But to get behind the team now It's anybody's game for part It's not Anybody's game yet at Partick Thistle and Airdrie and Kilmarnock and Hearts are all gone very quiet there. It's still 1 0 Hearts, but. Mm. Double change now for Motherwell. Um, I was going to. Beaker's coming off, so I'm thinking they're going back. But no, because um, Theo Bear has come on. 
Um, mm. And Stephen O'Donnell goes off, Georgie Gent comes on. So Brody Spencer will go over to the right wing back, Georgie Gent left wing back, Theo Bear up top with Wilkinson and Beerit. So Motherwell reshuffling things a bit. It is quite remarkable, Gordon, because so much was made about Motherwell. How could they replace Kevin mm. Van Veen? Who's back in Scotland, by the way. I oh, don't know if you noticed. Yeah. Um, and they've ended up in one match day squad. I noticed this when they were warming up at Celtic Park last week with Mika Beerit, John Obika, Ollie Shaw, Connor Wilkinson, and Theo Bear. Five strikers in one match day squad. And they all, I mean, I think Beerit is probably, well, is, is the, Beerit's the, best the number one. Yeah. Other than that, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of strikers to all yeah. sort of rotate in and try and make it work and then they drop back out. And See, as much as you can look at that and you can obviously talk about the, the goals that they've given up with Van Veen because he was terrific that season. My biggest problem is sometimes there's not a lot of goals in the, those five. Beareth is the best, but there's not a lot of goals there, right? So I think you've got to make yourself difficult to beat. I keep saying it there. Motherwell, especially they for were at the start of the season, weren't they? And yeah, they just... but they've just they folded at the back. Um, they're losing too many goals. Now, there's a perfect example oh, today. On. Dundee have a free kick, and there's a VAR check for serious foul play. So Motherwell might be staring at a red card here. Um, and indeed, they are down to ten. Harry Payton has been sent off. It's been upgraded from a yellow. Oh. Motherwell are down to ten. And now they would take that draw, you suspect? Certainly. Uh, I mean, just drama every single week at Fur Park, and we've got it again. Four goals, a red card. Stuart Kelwell must sometimes think the world's against him, where everything doesn't seem to be going right. Ah, but it's all the more dramatic when you win. When the winning goal comes mm. under those circumstances and 10, ten men win. Yeah, you can win with 10. Um, yep. But certainly gives Dundee the advantage. There's still plenty of time in that clock. Um, of course it's harder to play against 10 men remember it's harder to play <laughs> yeah. against 10 men so Dundee must be fuming I know keep on Tony, Tony Dock must be thinking <laughs> Tony oh. Dock I hate that bar they send the mother will play uh, off get rid of it it'll be interesting to see and so we've not seen it so in some regards that's what VR is for if it should have been a red and referee got it wrong fair play um, I know there is a lot of um, a lot been said this season about Yellows when they get upgraded, you know, is that is that the kind of dictionary definition of re-refereeing? You know, if the referee saw it, bang on and all that sort of stuff. Um, but we'll hold judgment. It might be a horror tackle, and he simply had to walk. Um, but those are the ones that tend to really frustrate managers, aren't they? Yeah, without doubt. Uh, listen, it's a huge kick in the teeth for Stuart Kiltwell because he's made his substitutions. He's went for it. He's got the goal through McGabby, and he's probably thinking. With every chance of going to nick this Now that is a setback So he's going to find out an awful lot about the character of his team Showed great character last week Yep The, the Motherwell players um, To get uh, an injury time equaliser If they got it in them again They're going to find it difficult uh, Killy going for it Matty Kennedy on for Robbie Dees So it's clearly a much more attacking Um Change. I've had a tweet in from someone who says he's got a special TV like yours, Gordon DL, and it was a definite red. So there we go. <laughs> was you in my house? <clears throat> Maybe he left the window open, yeah. and we we highlighted where you live on the map. So there is every every chance. A re quick reminder of the teaser, please, Hugh. Okay. 
I have played alongside Paul Gascoigne and Derek Ferguson. I have been managed by Peter Reid and Bobby Robson. I played for seven top flight clubs across three countries and the team I played with in Scotland is no longer in the top flight. Mm, we've got to be off on the time here, surely. Uh, John Mack thinks Rhys McCabe. No, Rhys McCabe. Yeah, we'll be a good bit out in the time frame there, I'm sure. At Clyde SSB, keep your guesses coming. I don't mean to make you feel bad about it, but Gordon Deal got it, so it can't be that hard. <laughs> Uh, Rico Diak is down needing treatment He's got cramped by the looks of it Which is understandable You sometimes see that don't you 18 year old coming into the team And um, heavy pitch and all that sort of stuff Just such a difference in the level he's used to playing with He's not had much first team exposure So any young player going in That nervous energy as well We've all been there You end up feeling it a bit at this stage of the game Well done it a young man Played a big part in two goals though. Well you go home a very happy 18 year old boy If you've scored in your first team debut and your team has won um, Xander McKenzie's come on for Partick Thistle remember they're 2-1 up so that game is in the balance not quite as in the balance as for Park where it's 2 all. but Motherwell are down to 10 men Harry Payton sent off there I'm having a look on Twitter which is always hard to tell I can see lots of Motherwell fans complaining about the decision but that's what Team Fine bias do. can sometimes yeah. do to you. So there's, there's certainly room there for late drama for Park. Can Airdrie get back in, get the point? Can Kilmarnock get a point at home against Hearts? So mm-hmm. still plenty of drama left yet, Hugh. Will we yeah. put a uh, fifty pence to cash for kids that after the game? Stuart Kettlewell references the fact that Greg Taylor was not sent off for a tackle on Blair Spittle last week. In response to Harry Payton getting sent off today, it just strikes me as a type of thing Stuart Kettlewell will do. It's a very similar, is it the tackle or by the sounds of it, very similar? Yeah, it's been one of those kind of serious foul play, initial yellow given, should have yeah. been upgraded, all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I think so. Taylor Fortunate when you look at it, and again, it's slowed down, it looked a real nasty one. So, what we, what we need is we need Gabriel to go into the press room and say, Stuart. When you look back at that tackle from Greg Taylor last weekend, <laughs> hmm. uh, I mean, where's the consistency? Yeah, as yeah. our callers would always say. <laughs> in case he doesn't can, mention it, put it, put the words in his mouth. Can yeah. picture, I can picture Gabs in it for putt right uh, now. Yeah. It's great oh, experience, oh, aren't you? If they're not going to come out with it, put the words in their mouth. <laughs> oh, I wish I knew that. Sure, Kettlewell is good <laughs> value, as they say. Um, yeah. You don't tend to need to ask. But just it in get, case it gets, it gets offered A preemptive strike mm. Go in right away Will they say I sound like a broken record he, he, He's yes. said that A few weeks in a row Like a broken yeah, record the late, so. the late great Sir Walter Smith Always had this tactic Where He really wanted To get something Off his chest Desperate He'd Come in after a game And Question after question Would come And not, nobody was Taking him down that road And then I remember saying So the Hugh I'm very glad you asked me that because, and he went into this rant about and I thought, that's got nothing to do with the question asked that. <laughs> but it was his last chance to get it off his chest and he took it and you know, I always thought, what a smart guy. See, that's it. It can work both ways. It's not about you trying to make them say something. They might want to say yeah, something. Yeah. They might want to get their message out there to their fans or to the public at large. We will see uh, what the response is. He's got the end of a, an important game to negotiate now though. Stuart Kettlewell Jacob Brown Lauren Shankland yeah. Kevin Nisbet 
Second week in a row for Jacob Brown All scored last week. Their, yeah, Jacob Brown scoring for Luton to pull them back. Brentford two, Luton one. He's hopeless. Though. Here, <laughs> here's the thing though. I, I think uh, I am not saying I've seen much from Jacob Brown either. <laughs> right, but I'm conscious of the fact that we we will naturally do that thing where Lauren Shanklin's here and he's seen as ours a bit more and he's he's yeah. been in our top flight and he, you know they've. We're familiar with him, and he's you know he's there every week and all that sort of stuff. And I'm not sure and, and if Lauren Shanklin could play for Luton in the in the Premier League in England. I don't think so. Mm, it's diff- a different role, though, isn't it? I mean, different Jacob role, but he, a bit even, of a and, even still, you know. Um, by the levels. way, for the avoidance of doubt, if you asked me and who would, I'd take Lauren Shanklin as well. Yeah. I'm just conscious that we sometimes we've written Jacob Brown off right now. We're not that interested in what Jacob Brown does. And leave it at that Where you know he's, Like we said Scored a couple So let's give him A fair crack of the whip yeah. Well he's got plenty of time If he keeps on scoring Then he makes me Eat my words And uh, he makes Stevie Clark Sit up and pay attention Absolutely Adam Brown Off for Stenis Muir Adam Brown Remember oh, Adam Here he goes But what's his, what's what's his famous story It's the one good oh, fact oh, Don't tell Maradona ah, There it's, you go yes. It's Mark Wilson's One good fact Love That it. he brings to the show Twice a season Go yeah. on Quick. Adam Brown yeah, Found Maradona's chain Didn't he At Celtic Park Oh, I didn't know that. I just knew it was a Maradona story. Was he a, a, a ball boy? Was that a Mar- Maradona? It was Argentina were training there. He lost Maradona lost his chain. Adam Brown and they gave him found it, it as a ball boy. Gave him it back, and there he is. Oh, He's not cuddling Maradona. Cuddling Maradona, brilliant. Up. Yeah, in the picture. Speaking of which, did you see that story this week um, about Lionel Messi's World Cup shirts? No. No. See this. So basically, the the Messi World Cup auction has started um, so it's a set of six Lionel Messi shirts match worn from the World Cup so it's the final semi-final quarter-final round of 16 and two group stage matches and I think the opening bid I don't know where it sits at the moment was 5.2 million pound or million dollars 5.2 million Where's where's Cammy Devlin's sitting in Norris? Well, this is the thing, because He's a point two. <laughs> um, what game was that? Remind me. I know it was Australia before anyone says it. Was, was that, that the group the stage sixteen? Yeah, I think it was actually the was last, last sixteen, 16? wasn't it? So see, so he must have us. two. Uh, no, no, it must be a different shirt. They must have two shirts. Yeah, you get two shirts. Alright, okay yeah. Something like that anyway Wonder what my old uh, Rangers one would go Remember I brought on? Yeah oh, The old on. wool one The old wool one 12.50 maybe Especially on a day like this A lot of people would be grateful of that Especially <laughs> boys sitting outside the grounds <laughs> Keep them real nice real. and warm with a big collar <laughs> Some size of collar That's horrible That's it then I'm putting the high techs and the super scoreboard fleece Up for sale then £5.2 <laughs> get on that <laughs> Um, so yeah, you wonder what Cammy Devlin's plans are for this. Oh, sure, it's all about timing collection. for that, isn't it? Yeah, it's all about timing. Well, here's the one though that's interesting because I know what I would do. So it sounds like there's one missing of that collection, and it's the other group stage match. Right. Okay. So who's? But I, I don't know who. Obviously, like who, who has is. that? But it just gives you an indication of who the type of so, money. Uh, Saudi Arabia beat them. No, was it? Well, the, the first, first game. game yeah, it, it doesn't specify which two. <sighs> Could you imagine that you had the one that was missing? And the guy who's bidding five point two wanted the collection. The, oh, oh! You would hold him a ransom. You would have a few shekels. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, what was that song? Millionaire. By the way, 20 minutes time, the draw will begin. I mean, yeah. probably not the actual drawing of the teams because you know they'll faff about with various ceremonial activities. But in theory, we're 20 minutes away from the draw process starting for the Euros. We were asking you on Twitter for your dream and nightmare draws. So also, just out of curiosity, I want to see if anyone can anyone can predict it. That would be good to see if anyone can manage to get it bang on. Go on then, right? You... you, you Oh, or will we save you guys for later? Yeah. Just when yeah. the draw's so, about to happen. Who's in the final Paul Ford Gordon? Can you just recap that for me? Italy. Yeah. Serbia. Switzerland. And then the three playoff winners. I'm not going to run through. Right, who okay. So that just... could be Wales, Finland, or Poland. Or, yeah. uh, okay. okay. Right, I've got my group. Right, go on then. Give us your dream scenario Germany. Uh huh. Albania. Right. Scotland. Us in Switzerland. Oh, Jesus, Sounds good. Tough pot four. Mm. Yeah, take the Swiss. Really? Aye. Okay. Switzerland. Aye. Behave yourself. Take the Swiss. I'm going Portugal, Albania. I think they're easy ones. <laughs> Qualified Scot- well. Yeah, no, no chance. <laughs> Scotland okay. and any of the three playoff winners. Playoff okay. Winners. Hugo. Paul uh, one. Germany, Portugal, France, Spain, Belgium, or England. Germany. You said earlier he didn't want you. I reassessed my position. I reassessed my position. Oh, what a man. Pot two. Hungary, Turkey, Romania, Denmark, Albania, Austria. Hungary. Ooh, I'd be the one I'd avoid it there. I wouldn't like Denmark either. Um, Pot three. Oh, no, we don't need that. We're in that. Pot four. Italy, Serbia, Switzerland, or the three playoff winners. Just go playoff winner. Uh, Hopefully, Wales. Okay. Uh, so that's the dream scenario. What's the mm. nightmare scenario, Mark Wilson? Um, England. Mm-hmm. Uh, put two, sorry. Hungary, Turkey, Romania, Denmark, I wouldn't Albania, like Hungary. Austria. I would okay. not like Hungary at all. And Paul for Italy. Uh, Italy, yeah, mm. of course. Gordon. Denmark for me and put two. two. What's your nightmare? Put one, England or France? Uh, I'd probably else. go France. Yeah. France are yeah. always top quality. And put four, Italy. Everybody Is everybody saying Italy yeah. is the yeah. nightmare? yeah. From pot four. Okay, great response on Twitter, by the way. Loads of people. So I'll maybe get someone to scroll through when the draw's made and see if anyone got it bang on. Um, it is a strange one. I mean, John Caesar tweeted and says that pot three is stronger than pot two. I think pot four, arguably, depending on the, the makeup of the playoff winners, looks stronger than, than some of pot two as well. It's uh, been an interesting draw, that's for sure. Um, but we will see. It's exciting times, isn't it? You think mm. other countries are, are looking at Port Three and thinking we want Scotland? No, um, I think I think people want to avoid mm, us. I, you would rather play us than Croatia or the Netherlands, probably in the eyes of other people. But would, given what we've done recently and some of the players playing at the level, would you rather, if you were someone else, would you rather play Slovenia or Slovakia than us? I'd like to think so. Yeah, yeah. But then I'm I don't really care because if people so, want to overlook Scotland, then fine. See the the difference for me is that when we played in the last Euros we were still in half empty stadia and all the rest of it mm-hmm. and we didn't play well there's no getting over the fact that nope. we had a great performance against England at Wembley but that's you know that, that that's the Aberdeen Rangers argument um, this time we're in a country a host nation and we're not bouncing between Glasgow and London and this time fans of all the countries there Full grounds everywhere you go, and in Germany, magnificent grounds they are. And I think we'd get a, 
just a big, big lift. The biggest lift since the 98 World Cup finals in France. We will be what they were then. Oh, it's going to be great. And it's going to be great. And it's today is one of the days where it really hits home because we said weirdly and um, we sort of <coughs> we qualified with a bit too much ease if that makes any sense yeah, so by the time yeah. it all uh, came around we, we never got our one big outpouring of emotion if you like we didn't uh-huh. you know it was a result elsewhere obviously we did the hard work but it was a result elsewhere that secured it then when the campaign ended we already knew Today's one of those days that makes it feel real you know who you're going to play when and where it doesn't get more real than that Hugh yeah, I mean, I think everyone, ourselves included, all of the media in their various shapes and forms will have an experience unknown to them unless they're as old as me and you were in France in 1998. It's an entirely different package this time. This is proper major international football tournament. This is not, as I say, half-empty grounds and... You know, we're going down to London to play, and then we get two games at Hamden. Yeah. So this is a proper tournament. Playing the hosts would be cool, wouldn't it? Mm. Just the this, the intrigue and the yeah. the the occasion that would go with it. I feel like England we got a crack at the last Euros and drew and did really well. I know it was just a friendly. Played them recently. It didn't go to plan. That, that that's a great one if you win it. But you know, other than that, the, even the, some of the discourse leading up to it probably gets a bit repetitive. Yeah. Um, would we rather just? not deal with that in group stage oh without doubt for me I mean England have got to go into this tournament as one of the favourites we've been there before with England so in recent history you're right Gordon Germany this certain prestige about playing the hosts and especially if it's in Munich as well goal at Fir Park goal flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy 3-2 to Dundee it's an inspired sub Robinson had just come on for Dundee takes a touch in the box finishes into the corner and that might well be that because Motherwell are down to 10 men and the advantage has paid off for Dundee they lead 3-2 at Fir Park I think the atmosphere inside the ground now will be difficult well they're D- all leaving yeah, yeah difficult for Stuart Kettlewell and the players um, so you, you mentioned the two games that they have midweek and next weekend they now become crucial with a capital C. Yeah, the pressure's certainly on, uh, Gordon. Yeah, unfortunately, down to 10 men, but you can't make excuse. It could be another defeat. Looks like another defeat. You've got to start winning games. I keep going on about it. It's okay that everybody's saying, well, he came in at the beginning. I'm not trying to put him under pressure, but as a manager, he will know that within his cell. He's been a manager before. You just cannot continually go losing games and drawing games. You've got to win games, especially winnable games at home that you look at. Dundee, you go off to a great start, but they cannot keep a clean sheet. They just lose goals for fun. And if you lose goals as easy as that in this league, you are going to struggle. And the thing is, Mark, it may well be the case that Stuart Kettlewell feels hard done by by the red card and it gives Dundee a man advantage, but ultimately when the run is this long, I'm not sure the Motherwell fans will be too sympathetic about that. And they're streaming out of Fir Park right now. Um, I imagine some will give us a call um, when the open line does open at five. No, fans get fed up with looking at actually what happened you know, in certain instances, like the red card, they're, they're not interested in that. They just are concerned 
by the result and the run of results. So it's going to, Hugh's right, it's going to be incredibly difficult if it remains that way to the final whistle. It's, it's not a great feeling for a manager either. Every single week preparing and not getting results. You've been there, Mark. You'll know what like it is on a Saturday night. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but but I feel for Kettlewell. Well, I've, I've been a manager myself as Mark, and when things aren't going right, you sit there, you try every single thing possible from Monday to Friday to try and just change it to get something. But unfortunately for Motherwell, it ain't happening. It certainly is not six minutes added. Uh, maybe one of those dramatic equalisers that they, they've come up with uh, earlier in the season at Fir Park, but it's ten men this time and you just wonder if the stuffing has been knocked out. The stuffing was knocked out of Queen of the South a long time ago. Hamilton 5, Queen of the South nil. They're down to ten men as well. I actually hadn't checked Instagram uh, for a while. I know some people do get in touch there. To go back to your question, Mark, I have Hi. multiple PE teachers messaging in <laughs> to say teaching social dancing is the best time of year. Really? Matthew Clark, no John McCrossan, they're all in there saying if there's there's something wrong with you, if you don't like it, it's the do best. Oh, I, get away. I so loved it. Go. Loved I mean, I've got any to teach you sports, not dancing. No, it's, it's culture. Part of it. It's it's a time of year. It's time to be jolly and have fun. It's culture. <laughs> Says the guy <laughs> who doesn't no, put up a Christmas tree. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah, incredible from you. Don't send me cars because I don't open them either. Uh, Hugh, let's round this off. Okay. How grateful is that? By the way, the second half teaser with the scottishsun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online. I have played alongside Paul Gascoigne and Derek Ferguson. I have been managed by Peter Reid and Bobby Robson. I played for seven top flight clubs across three countries and the team I played with in Scotland is no longer in the top flight. I am... Chris Waddle Chris Waddle Gordon DL got it incredibly and well done to everyone else there was a really good response on it third place Stu Baca second place Mark Brown and first place was Jack Morrison what gave it away? a couple of things the seven clubs uh, Falkirk because I think he played with Fergate Falkirk um, so when you said they weren't in the top league Ferguson I went to where he played Hearts don't mm. think there so I went to Falkirk then I'm thinking a top class player, Bobby Robson. Wow, you're, just, you're just a student of the game, right? really, aren't you? Chris Waddle. Chris Waddle could not have played with Alec Ferguson at Folker. Not a Derek. chance. Derek Ferguson. Oh, Derek Ferguson. Yeah, yeah who did I say? I didn't no, no. say Alec. Derek Ferguson. Yes. Derek Ferguson. Right, yeah. beg your pardon. So um, we, you piece it round it. I keep telling you, Mark, you're not listening. Outside, working, you get to the prize. Well done. I have to take my hat off to you. It is an excellent response from you. Uh, and uh, do you know what's tough as well because there are a lot of cheating allegations coming in so you have to deal with that negativity uh, right, and okay. still produce I'm going to ask this man to the right to me do you believe I cheated in that? no there you go because uh, uh, it's actually impossible for me to cheat on that how? how am I going to cheat? I don't see the I don't see the question oh, but that's, but that's <laughs> I, I'm not saying that you do but you no, could you're, say you're that. No, I'm me. not. But it's easy. You're accusing me. Again, like, this sounds like a conversation <laughs> he's had in a previous. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying I is, I wasn't my pals playing poker. <laughs> <laughs> you could conceivably have seen the sheet at some point in here, oh, or seen the. That's all I'm saying. That's 
Get that mic back on That's, <laughs> imp- that's impossible okay. Go and speak to Ray too Right we'll leave it there Let's see if we get any late <laughs> drama It would be quite dramatic If Motherwell could do anything They're down to 10 men They trail 3-2 They've been behind a couple of times So not looking likely um, Big save by Will Dennis To deny Alex Cochran But Kelly haven't done enough At the other end To deserve an equaliser Really Airdrie though Pushing for an equaliser I would knock the stuffing out of Thistle a bit Hamilton Ackies have beaten Queen of the South by 5-0 to nil. Presumably no Marvin Bartley on this week's Super Scoreboard. Uh, any other full-time whistles going? Not yet. We're getting very close indeed to the Euro draw, though. Excitement building in the studio. Keep your tweets coming about your dream draw, your nightmare draw, and we'll see if anyone can predict it bang on. Um, hopefully it starts... I was going to say, sorry, hopefully it finishes before we go at six o'clock. You know the oh. way these things work, you UEFA like to spin it out. I think if you're, you know, it's a big television deal, uh, so I think TV says it must start at that time, the draw must begin at that time, and you must be finished by that time. Yeah, I, I think it has to be conducted in a professional fashion. Yeah, but those times are far apart. I don't doubt that, yeah. but the, the, you've seen it all a million times before. They'll have Taylor Swift or something on mid-draw have singing a song. Small and then, not no. not get the budget for that. No. UEFA? Well, Nathan Carter. 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 Nathan Nathan Carter. Bringing it all back uh, Stuart Finlay heads over from a corner So I know they've not really been knocking on the door But maybe Maybe Kilmarnock could snatch something there um, Hearts will be looking to go back with all three points And that's certainly the most likely outcome at this stage I think Motherwell must be nearly done as well I think was it six added we said um, But that was indeed six minutes ago So we're expecting that full time whistle any second now And if there are any Motherwell fans left They may well boo that full time whistle um, but that's assuming they've not headed for the exits already. Ross County next, did you say? The manager of the month get named Stephen Naismith um, in the running. Don't know. Or he must be. I, it's not been announced yet, I don't think, no. Um, but he, he does have a 100% record in the league in November. Yeah. So we're in December now, remember. Oh, so right. three. But he did win all three. So yeah, he's probably got a pretty good chance. Mm. Yeah, weird the way. You know, worst your fortunes can turn. Um, full time in the championship. Thistle have held on, have they, David? Yeah, Gordon. Full time. Patrick two. Airdrie one. They've held on. Great. Sorry, David. Let me stop you right there. And there's only one outcome if I've done that. Goal flashes with M and D Green Pharmacy. Goal Motherwell. Motherwell three. Dundee three. The ten men of Motherwell with a huge goal. If it stands, you always have to throw that caveat in, Hugh Keevens. But what an end to that game at Fir Park. It's not the win. The winless run would go on. But nevertheless, incredible end. Fairy tale of North Lanarkshire, if it happens. Uh, all credit to the, the Motherwell players, first of all, for the second weekend in a row. They snatch a point from the jaws of a defeat. And that shows tremendous character. Likewise, the manager, Stuart Kettlewell. Assume it stands. I'll get back to you if it doesn't. Uh, sorry, David. Carry on. 
No, not a problem. Well, if it's a fairy tale in North Lanarkshire, it was a fairy tale of Fir Hill here for young 18-year-old Rico Dyak. Partick 2, Erdu 1, Thistle Teenager. Replacing the suspended Brian Graham for his first start. He grabs his first senior goal. He gets man of the match. He went off with cramp, but he got a stand innovation on his way off, and he deserved it. He was outstanding, especially in the first half. He looks like a youngster with a big future in the game. It took him just seven minutes to get the opening goal. Aidan Fitzpatrick floated in a corner. Dyak found the bottom corner with a really clever header. Erdu... A really good team, they knock it about, they took a while to get going. Liam McStravick, Callum Gallagher, both the chances equalise. Jamie Sneddon made good saves from their shots, but Airdre keeper Josh Ray was helpless as Thistle went 2-0 ahead in 37 minutes. Fitzpatrick crossed from the left, the ball hit Airdre defender Callum Fordyce and looked over Josh Ray in at the back post. Airdre were a lot better after the break, they pulled a brilliant goal back in 54 minutes. A sweeping move ended with Callum Gallagher nodding down for Craig Watson, and the fullback found the top corner from 8 yards. Airdre had most of the ball in the closing stages, they get set pieces, they get free kicks, Nikolai Todorov made a, missed a really, really good chance, but Chris Dolan's jag saw it out with Dyak the undoubted standout full time Partick 2 Airdrie 1 finished at Fir Park what a game for Gabriel unbelievable Gordon a great end to end match both teams leaving at different points a draw fair enough result in the end salvaged from Motherwell by a brilliant hammered finish by Connor Wilkinson with virtually the last kick of the game and as you said the 10 men of Motherwell snatching a draw from the jaws of defeat for the second week in a row it could be a huge result for Stuart Kettlewell and his side for the rest of the season. In the sixth minute, we had our first goal. It was Mika Birit for the hosts. Ball popped up after it was bouncing about and Birit caught it in the air, clipping the inside of the near post. What a lovely goal. And Motherwell were on top early on. Birit being a great out ball. Neither got in a few more times, but Dundee started to get back into it halfway through at the first 45. They were playing in Motherwell's third. And then they scored a, a second phase from a corner. Deflected shot from a Dundee attacker looped over the Motherwell defence Lyle Cameron was one of two men just waiting to head it in headed into the ground 1-1 three minutes later Owen Beck gave his side the lead good work down the right from Dundee cut back into the box Beck acting as a centre forward finishing on the turn and he stunned Motherwell who had completely fallen to pieces at the back for five minutes total five aside defending from them and came half time Motherwell booed off. They knew they had work to do. John Obika with the first huge chance of the second half. Nice one, two at the edge of the box. He was slipped through, slid the ball past the post with his left foot. With the predicament Motherwell were in, you just say he has to score then. You thought there, maybe the game was going away from him, but they started pushing. Bevis McGarvey, a brilliant strike from distance, 30 yards out. And Trevor Carson in his under goal nearly made a meal of it. He tipped it just over, and from the resulting corner, they equalised, the ball came back out to take a Blair Spittle, who took his time, brilliant whipped in swinging delivery just needed a little glance from Mugabe to find the back of the net, 2-2 and it looked like the Steelmen could push on from there, but no, they were down to 10 suddenly, Harry Payton's challenge on Luke McCarran, upgraded from yellow to red after the referee consulted the VAR monitor, and when a winner was there for either team to take the man advantage, made the difference for Dundee substitute Zach Robinson found himself in the box in the 88th minute he took a touch and passed into the back of net he thought he'd won the game everyone here thought he'd won the game fans were streaming out Stuart Kettlewell had his head in his hands but no there was Connor Wilkinson the substitutes paying off for Motherwell they had plenty strikes on the pitch it popped free to Ollie Shaw who kept his cool slipped it wide to Wilkinson who hammered it into the near post yes their winless run continues but what a huge result that could prove to be for Motherwell Dundee will be gutted they thought they were going to snatch three points and take it back up the road but it finishes 
here, Gordon. What a match. Full time at Fir Park. Motherwell 3, Dundee 3. Not quite the same drama, Andrew McLean, but a good game nevertheless. How did it finish? Yeah, not quite the same drama, but it is Kilmarnock nil. Hearts 1. And it is a big win for Stephen Naismith's side because... It's their fourth league win on the bounce and it moves them up to third in the table. Stephen Naismith said that things were looking bright for them. Certainly is at the moment. Well, it was a frustrating afternoon as well for Kilmarnock who now drop out of the top six. There was more action in the first half than in the second. Corey and Daba for Kilmarnock with a couple of early efforts but neither of those really troubling Xander Clark. It was pretty even in the opening stages but Hearts then started to make their mark. Liam Boyce with a shot. That one was blocked by Lewis Mayo but they kept at it and they got their goal a few minutes later. Lauren Shankland he's been in good form. He got to the byline went to cut the ball across the face of Goal. Will Dennis diving down to his right to try and stop the ball to try and gather it but it hit off him and squeezed into the back of the net. Lauren Shankland would love to claim it but that will go down as an own goal. Kilmarnock could have been level not long afterwards. Danny Armstrong setting up David Watson, the youngster striding into the area. He got onto it but that right footed shot curling just wide of the mark. Then a potential red card check for Kilmarnock goalkeeper Will Dennis. He came rushing out the box towards Yatara Oda who had been flagged offside already. Will Dennis jumped up, made contact with his foot. The initial yellow card stood though. Then before the break, Corey and had an effort on target this time after the first couple that were off target early in the match this time a header pretty tame towards Xander Clark though and then into the second half as it ticked on there was a real lack of goal mouth action Kilmarnock threw on several attacking players but just weren't really able to create much at all Danny Armstrong had a back post header that one saved by Xander Clark as time continued to tick on nearly a second hearts goal near the end though it was all a bit messy Alex Cochran fired towards goal in the end a decent stop by Will Dennis then into the last few minutes Stuart Finlay he got up high from a corner that one was headed over it all felt a bit too little too late for the hosts in this one but with virtually the last touch of the game it was Xander Clark a save with his feet to deny Liam Donnelly who was free at the back post from a corner there was a bit of fortune in that Hearts winning goal but Kilmarnock just didn't do enough to earn a point at the end the full time score here at Rugby Park is Kilmarnock nil. Hearts won and now it's over to you. It's 01419511025. Motherwell fans, how does that feel? A great end to the game. Does it paper over cracks? The winless run continues, or do you just take this 10 men, take the positives, and move on to midweek? Any Kelly or Hearts fans, Partick Thistle fans want to have their say on today's football, please do. Then tomorrow, Rangers fans, that game against St Mirren on the back of the European disappointment. Does Todd Cantwell play? And where does he play? What would your team look like tomorrow? Would you make any changes? Are there any other players that need to pay the price for that disappointment? And then Celtic fans, you're the early game heading up to Perth. All your thoughts on that one, please, on 0141 951 1025. And here is a sentence we don't get to say on Clyde One Super Scoreboard very often. The draw to find out who Scotland play at the Euros is also coming next. Action as it happens. And your reaction from five on the open line. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here. Not only are they looking back on today's football, they're looking forward to tomorrow's matches, all three of them, and the small matter 
of Scotland in the Euro 2024 draw Sum up today's football for us, first of all Hugh Well, first of all, the drama was all in North Lanarkshire 3-3, Motherwell Dundee And I think if the Motherwell fans, and incidentally the moral to the story of Motherwell fans Is don't leave the ground before the game's over Because they flooded out at 3-2 and it finished 3-3 Look at the points that Motherwell have gained in the last 8 days Celtic Park, 1-1 On their own ground, 3-2 down 10 men Motherwell versus 11 man Dundee And they still get a point out of it So all credit to the Motherwell players and the manager Stuart Kettlewell All credit to Stephen Naismith Four wins in a row for Hearts now He's got Rangers to come at Tynecastle midweek And he has spoiled the 700th managerial appearance of Derek McInnes And Patrick Thistle, well done to young Dyack, who gets his goal, 18 years old, takes the place of the veteran Brian Graham, helps Partick Thistle get a 2-1 victory and it's four wins in a row for them as well. Why don't you join us on the show right now? 01419511025, Motherwell fans, how do you reflect on that today? Is that a good point or is it still no use? Does it need to be a win at some stage? Let us know. Kilmarnock fans, Harps fans, Partick Thistle, you are all involved today. Tomorrow, Rangers fans, should Todd Cantwell play and where should he play what would your team look like for the game against St Mirren Celtic fans do you have the same types of debates in your head ahead of the trip to St Johnson let us know right now and keep tweeting us your dream and nightmare draws for Euro 2024 we are under an hour away from knowing the completed lineup. Um, the draw is starting round about now-ish um, so if you want to try and predict who Scotland are going to get or get your wish list in, please do that as well. 01419511025. Yeah, exciting day. Um, lots of goals. Um, I don't agree with you on the Motherwell situation. You're looking at a team that's picked up four points out of 33, Hugh. I, I know what you can say about Celtic, and they took all the pats in the back against Celtic, but you Come up against the Dundee team at home today. You lose ship an hour three goals. They're losing goals for fun. Four points out of thirty-three to me is not acceptable. I think for... Once you're down to ten men, though, and you're yeah, losing, okay. you sort of you have okay. to take it, don't you? But but you still can't paper out over the cracks with that. You've got to look at the the longer picture. You keep that you keep that record up. You're going to end up in the championship. Of that, there's no doubt. So they've got a very two, I think, very important games coming up. So Ross County and St Johnson. And if they don't take at least three, four points out of six, then I think Motherwell in real trouble. Yeah, well, listen, Daz is spot on. But Stuart Kettwell uh, will probably be thinking of the positives. The way it was looking just about 15 minutes ago for him. Uh, but when he analyses it, he jumps up a place, you know, down to 10 men. And, you know, he's got a couple of important games coming up. And for Hearts, Hearts up into third. Stephen Naismith was under pressure. Just a few weeks ago It's all gone nicely for them now I mean to split hairs If they draw every game Between now and the end of the season They might actually just stay up Looking at that point I wouldn't like to try it though I must admit But anyway Let's bring in Scott Who's on the line Scott how are you? Hey guys How's doing? Not bad um, Just in for a, just in for a tour My dinner down in Shelty Park there um, One of the season tickets That's all down in front of Parkhead Paul Invited him out today So a big thanks to Paul for oh, it was that in the, Is that the one they do In the Mark Wilson Lounge? Yeah, the one else in the number number two lounge here, but no number, number twelve. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, wish it was number. Two. It's not got the same ring to it. Yeah, just meet us where we're in the number twelve, 12 lounge. Right. <laughs> right. The number seven, the number twelve. You take, you take your car out into the dugout. 
Uh, anyway, sorry, Scott. What are, you th- what are you thinking then about the team this week and tomorrow and all the rest of it? Just before they go into that, funny enough, it was number seven lounge, and that, that legend that played for us, Miko, uh, was one of the names up in the glass, so um, <laughs> that's a bit frightening. Um, uh, it's Brendan Rodgers over the last week, the last week, two weeks, three weeks, whatever. Keeps coming saying we need quality. Now, Liam Scales would have been out the door had they not been for injuries to the two centre halves. Go back to uh, Brendan Rodgers' first time in charge. Brian Christie would have been the same if it had not been for injuries. He'd gone at Murrayfield and became became a first-team regular not long after that. I'm just sort of very perturbed with Brendan. He keeps saying he's equality. We've spent £4.5 million on our centre-half, Mike Marowski, who we've not seen because he was out injured. Now, he brought Liam Scales in and he's done very well. Liam Scales could easily move over to left-back, bring Marowski in, and let's see if he's got the quality to be. Tumio Iwata, Iwata, sorry, who came on at Ibrooks and played very well, who came on, came in last season and played in various positions for the team, right back, centre back, and in midfield, looked a very good player, very tidy, very composed on the ball, he's not been given a chance. Rocco Vata, an up and coming youngster, totally bombed out the squad, totally bombed out. What, Brendan keeps talking about quality, he'll not play the guys that potentially have got quality. That's my problem. Can, keeps going on can we assume that? Can we assume, Scott, that they don't, and that's why he doesn't play them? You know, he's haven't seen them all the time. I know Navrotsky's had injuries. Um, but, you know, well, we, we sometimes hear that the manager sees them every day, all that sort of stuff. Can we assume they're not as quality as you hope they are? How, how do you know till you play them? We didn't True. know Ryan Christie was, was quality until we played them. We didn't know. Other players, they've got to be given a chance. You're not giving the guys a chance. It's a fair point. Hugh in the sense that and I said this last night I'm, I'm starting to get a little just a touch troubled by the labels that we put on the Celtic signings where we go he's a project and we want quality as if it's very easy to distinguish between the two I have no idea if Mike Navrotsky can come in and transform Celtic's season but signed for £4 million he's 22 played a decent number of games for the best team in Poland that I don't think that can be labelled as a project, that signing. I know he's relatively young, but for where Celtic are and their spending power, four million quid on a centre back from Ligue of Warsaw, I d I don't think that's I don't think that's a project. No, of course it's not. And uh, you can add in uh, Gustav Lagerbielka to that. It's a Swedish you know, international. Yeah, you're talking about seven million pounds plus. However, I mean what Scott is saying is basically a vote of no confidence in the manager. Uh, I would have to use it might be a cliched argument but I would have to revert to it Gordon you mentioned it earlier if the manager looks at Lagabielka and Navrotsky and thinks no they're not going to make this any better I'll go with a guy who might have been back at Aberdeen by this time and Cameron Carter-Vickers then that's his judgement call It so far Lagabielka and Navrotsky add up to a tremendous waste of money and if he's not willing to play them, then I have to think it's because he thinks they will not make the situation better. In fact, there's a chance they might make it worse. But I will just say this in the defence of Liam Scales. Yeah, Liam I was going to say this is not. A, it's not like a Celtic have a burning centre back yeah. issue. But to be fair, Scott's on Brendan Rodgers, and we're talking about recruitment, and everything's getting put in the spotlight this week. Yeah, I think it's more of a general point. Well, okay, yeah, yeah, but just uh, as we're mentioning the centre halves, yeah, a lot of money, yeah, Hugh, but William Scales has taken that position 
and it's very hard to displace him. Doesn't matter how much you were saying. I, I have nothing against scales whatsoever. It's a it's a big story for Celtic this season. However, my point is that Scott's call basically amounts to a vote of no confidence in the manager because he's saying he's not playing the right players. But uh, I'll say this in a set time and again: you often become a better player at clubs like Celtic and Rangers when you're not playing. But there's always a reason why you're not playing. And, and 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 Scott, just when you're saying, why does he not play them? They deserve a chance. The same reason you said, Gordon. Brendan Rodgers sees his guys. He'll see them and probably close door games at Lennox Town. There is a certain standard you need to hit before you hit the first team. Now, it's not just a, oh, well, he's been hanging about on the bench, so we'll try him. Scott? Well, you're sort of missing my point here. I'm not. I'm not saying he's going to be the option. I'm not saying he's going to be the great centre. I'm saying you're not giving any t- any game time to either let him prove that or not prove it. What game? I mean, Morosky's been fit for four weeks. I've not seen him. There's games where we could be resting players like Cameron Carter Vickers, where we could be resting Greg Taylor and try Liam Skills over to left back and bring in the guy we spent four and a half million pound worth of money on, or in Tommy Tommy Awata, where Callum McGregor plays every minute the Celtic plays. Give the guy a rest. I just it's it's, it's a lack of using the squad. That's my problem with him. You could pick Brendan Rodgers' team every week. You could pick his subs every week. It's just the lack of use of players that are within the squad that we've spent an enormous amount of money on. What was it? Something like seven million pounds between Lagerbelt and Morosky to sit in the stand. Now we must have seen enough in the guy at four and a half million pounds to spend that on him. But I, 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 I know what Scott's saying, right? And he's got good points. But Brendan Rodgers, when everybody's fit, I've said it for weeks and weeks now. Everybody's fit. They're a decent starting eleven. They're a very good starting eleven. I think Brendan Rodgers' biggest problem is he doesn't believe in the quality that's behind that. Um, I think he's come out and voice that today it's okay for supporters to come on and say well he's not been given a chance Mark's right we've been at clubs mm. you see players you work with players you got a feeling with players Brendan Rodgers right now I'll tell you will probably have made up his mind but I know you can argue some, the are there some players though that, and again that nobody's saying Liam Skills is bad I don't think Celtic have a glaring issue in, at mm. the centre back but are there some players that are much better when, when they're in and when they're given a chance? I think that's Scott's point. But so he references Ryan Christie. So yeah. Ryan Christie, as an example, clearly wasn't doing enough in training or whatever, and, and he wasn't. Ca- but sometimes when a player gets into that team, they, they then just flourish, the confidence grows. Yeah, you can, you can always find a gem, of course you can. And Skills is a perfect example of that this, this season. But I just think that with, listen, to, if you look at league. Domestically, they're fine. They've not lost a game yet. Is it more in an attacking sense in a league? Sometimes, if you look at Motherwell or yeah, I, I think a games. lot of complaints are about you know they they don't have the 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 people in the front areas to come on. Same and, sort of flair. Yeah, exactly. This, this is where I have a problem with the manager's assertion that he is responsible for all these players. Am I to believe that Brendan Rodgers was personally responsible for the signing of Mike Navratsky? And Gustav Lagerbielka And has now decided hmm. After one third of the season That neither of them should feature In the team at all Yeah, the, the, the Vrotsky I mean, Scott says he's fit He appeared on the bench For the St Mirren game at home Remember the midweek game? Yeah. That was in the 1st of November Now he's not been on the bench since So I, I 
must admit I can't remember if there's been another niggle there. Um, he's not, or or he has been bombed out completely. I don't think he's registered for Europe, so it's not necessarily surprising. But yeah, he wasn't for the Aberdeen game, wasn't on the bench for the Motherwell game either. What Interesting you- to see Scott's belief that um, you know you pick the team and the subs. Interesting tomorrow at Perth then because Celtic have drawn against Motherwell. They've had the stereotypical defeat in the Champions League from Lazio in Rome and now they need to get about their business tomorrow at Perth. Yeah, what are you thinking tomorrow, Scott? Um, I don't know. To be honest with you, because you don't know what team he's going to pick. The only thing I was going to say, uh, this is just my last point, is we've already lost to Kilmarnock League Cup and we've drew against Motherwell and we've drew against Hibs and we drew against St Johnston. Is that not the... All the players we've got, in my opinion, or the most of the squad, would be good enough to play in any of the teams against any of the teams. That's my opinion. So there is quality in the Scottish game, yet we've lost. We've drew three times and lost one. There's something no right then. There's something no right. We should have better teams than all the... Forget Europe, because we're miles behind other teams because of the money that gets spent. But domestically, our squad should be good enough to beat teams like... And no disrespect to Motherwell, no disrespect to St Johnson or Hibs. But can't can Celtic, So do you expect Celtic to? Because you're always going to be right every single week. You will be right. But obviously, football doesn't work that way. By your logic, Scott, Celtic just need to win every game in a league season. Maybe maybe they'll draw against Rangers. Is that? I mean, that's high expectations, surely. No, I'm not expecting that. But that's four games I've mentioned were rolling December that we've either dropped points in or lost out in the league cup. So where is Brendan the elite manager when he can't continue? He's not getting the consistency out of the team. He's obviously... I mean, I don't know. We say he's the elite-level manager. Has he learned anything in Europe? Because the last time he was here, we took some scuddings. Scott, was, Scott Celtic are eight points clear. The top of the league. Yep, what you, you're right. What are you making a fuss about? Yep, you're missing my point here, Mark. I'm not. You're, you're saying point. where's Brendan, the elite manager? He's eight points clear and we're just into December. You're right, we played an extra game. See if Rangers hadn't dropped the points last week, it was three if, points. If, if Motherwell exactly. exactly. hadn't scored an equaliser mm. against Celtic, what are we talking about? Come on. Well, we'll leave it there because it's building up in Germany. The Euro 2024 draws not that far away. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, and Gordon Diel are in Clyde Bank, but they're paying close attention to Hamburg, Germany, because in the not too distant future, we're about to find out who Scotland face at the Euros. Yes, it's a typical UEFA draw. Yes, it's taking much longer than anyone would like, but hopefully we'll get there. In the meantime, let's bring in John on the line quickly and see what he thinks about Celtic tomorrow. John. Hi, Dazza, Mark. Gordon. Hello, John. Aye. Uh, aye, I think the model will take care of St. Johnson. I think we won't owe them one for the start of the season. But my point is a wee bit controversial, guys. Man, I, I know he's probably our, our best defender, Cameron Carter Vickers, but against Lazio at Celtic Park and against Lazio on night, it was, it was culpable for one of the, go- the two goals. And I think recently his, his forum's dipped a wee bit. I don't know if he's still tying an injury. I would maybe take him out of the team for a couple of weeks just to. Give him a wee rest to get him back to full fitness and bring the Rothkey in. 
I mean, so uh, that's, that's my point tonight. What do you think, guys? I think Lavrovsky's been out for so long now. It's, it's going to take him time to to get back in. If indeed Brendan Rodgers is of a mind to bring him back in, uh, Lagabielka, the same for him. Um, with regard to Cameron Carter Vickers, he, like every other Celtic player, every other Celtic player. Is not up to Champions League standard. That's why mistakes are made. I I certainly wouldn't. I know what John's saying, and it's very hard to disagree because I think he was at fault the other night. There, he's not looked the same since he came back. He, he had obviously that injury, but I just think he brings so much to that defence. He's the sort of a the leadership in it. Um, so not just now. I think going up to St Johnston tomorrow, twelve o'clock kick off. I fancy Celtic to win it. Of course, I do. I don't think it'll be a walk in the park. Craig Levine will have them well organised, well drilled. He's had time to work with them. Um, he's getting a bit of a tune out or one or two of them. So it'll be a difficult game. I still say, once again, I think Celtic will win it. But I certainly would not leave out Carter, um, Cameron Carter-Vickers. No, my dad's in this one. Uh, and Listen, I get Celtic's got a big squad and, and, and fans want to see all parts of that squad. But the defence is... Take European football side. It's it's okay. Eight goals in this league campaign so far in fourteen games isn't drastic. So Cameron Carter Vickers, huge part of it. Uh, I believe Scales deserves to keep his place until he does something drastic. So I think it's the attacking uh, third maybe with with Celtic just now. We've seen him last week against Mullerwell. Brendan Rodgers tried a few different things. Kyogo maybe a bit quieter in the build up to things not getting involved a lot the wide areas where the injuries are maybe piling up um, might be a problem but defensively for me they're fine what do you think John the guys think it's maybe more in an uh, attacking sense that things need to be sharper domestically I agree with them as well but obviously I just was thinking that as I say I, I totally agree with Daz I mean Callum Carl Vickers is some player and he brings so much to Celtic but it's just, I wasn't actually meaning maybe drop from the water. Just maybe like give him a wee break because he doesn't look the same player since he came back for injury. But then that other boy was on the run. He made a good point about uh, shifting uh, scales to left back because obviously I think Greg Taylor. I, I like Greg Taylor, but this year he's not been out at the races. I don't think, I think it's took too long to settle into the different style that Brendan wants to play. Not having to be under the under Angie was phenomenal, but uh, I, I still think the model will have too much in the, the tank for St Johnston, but. They say old Craig Levine, not I mean he'll give part the bus as we know. That's his pal. <laughs> but if he parks the bus, that's entirely his prerogative. Uh, Celtic, you've said they ought to have enough. Uh, I mean, really, all this stuff about park the bus. That's what teams do because they're not obliged to make yeah. your day. They're obliged to get points so and if Celtic can't break down St Johnston for a second time this season yeah. then there really is trouble Celtic's record at McDermott Park in terms of getting the wins there is very good mm-hmm. I had a look it's, it's probably it had started to look a bit closer I mean the previous visit was was a 4-0 so that, that was quite comfortable on the uh, 4-1 sorry that was comfortable on the day um, I mean there are a couple of two ones in there you remember Jack Jackie Marcus, Marcus of course after Champions League um, that was I'm yeah, sure late yeah. winner um so yeah, look over the that's that's clutching. I think overall they do have a very good record there. But St Johnson do look a bit buoyed by Craig Levine's appointment. Oh my goodness, I'm looking at this draw. We've now got we've <laughs> got the we've got the mascot for Euro 2024 <laughs> on the stage. I love to be that mascot. Still not a ball been drawn yet. Um, the mascot is out and. 
High five It's high five yeah. It's the Eurovision Song Contest With football teams isn't it? Do you like the mascot? Yeah I like what that What is that? Do you know his name? I would say uh, Euro uh, No actually That's a good guess isn't it? Um, Euro Weir Jerry Albert Albert oh, Well unless like My pr- my pronunciation's bound to be Alberto. Off because it's A-L-B-A-R-T Um Albert is um, a, a teddy oh, bear, quite go. simply. This will finish, finish on Tuesday. Albert the teddy bear. Wait till you see the next mascot coming out to Hold give on, the, the mascot's ball. brought a big one ball out. Big ball out with a Germany yeah. flag on it. They've opened it to reveal Germany. Yeah. To tell us where yeah. it's taking ah, place. That's just ceremonial, isn't Brilliant. it? Be and everybody's applauding. <laughs> <laughs> they can't. Like can they know where it was going to be? <laughs> oh, get us off. Oh, that's good. Surely the chase this is, is entertaining. Come on. Nearly this Christmas. is like a mashup of every bad Saturday night TV show, isn't it? It's <laughs> yeah. got, got a bit of the masked <laughs> singer about it with the, the mascot coming out. Yeah. He This host looks quite strictly with his, his bow tie yep, on yep. view. Um, they look like. I don't know, it looks like they're sitting on... They look like they're in the chase or something. Yeah. The chasers, they're all sitting up high. Up high. Um, yeah, it's like a mashup of every Saturday night TV Poor show you've Clark. ever seen. We saw him in the red carpet there. Oh. He doesn't look happy at the best of times. He certainly can't be enjoying this. Sitting in the audience. A oh. long way to go. And then they're going to show us every goal, every team. In the well, I don't mind seeing Scotland goals back, to be fair. Um, but yeah, GBX is going to have to bring you the draw at this rate, Hugh. Well, you know... This is the modern day way of doing things. The, the only World Cup draw I've ever attended was in Madison Square Garden. Oh, all right, Hugh. Oh, in, have you been in drop in there, Chug? And the uh, drop some serious names. Who was there? Pele, oh, Franz Beckenbauer. Come on. Mm-hmm. I came up an escalator and I saw a champagne fountain. And I thought, I wonder what everyone in Clyde Banks doing there. <laughs> uh, so, but it was a lot quicker than this. Let me tell you. Uh, right, let's bring in Graham before we get to the draw because they're keeping us waiting. Graham is a Rangers fan. Would you play Todd Cantwell tomorrow? Would you play him? Who shouldn't play? Graham, all that stuff. No, Lammers should never play again, mate. Oh. I'd play Cantwell as I can, put the boy McCausland right and just go with the same team. Well, not the same team. Obviously, Golson and Balligan come in. Yeah. But I'd like to ask Gordon and Mark. They've played, right? What would they say to that, Mark, Mark, that Sam Lammers? Half time or during the game, and he's putting in performances like. But then we just, I don't know what they would do with him. Um, I don't think he's a fan's favourite. I said earlier in the show. <laughs> what makes you say that? <laughs> I said earlier in the show there that um, I would, I would certainly play Cantwell in the ten. I think he's better than Lammers. I was prepared to give Lammers all the opportunity, all the chances because it does take time, but he's so far he's offered nothing. Maybe just a, a, a spell out the firing line. May just help the lad, you know, bring them on occasional if it's comfortable and they're winning, get them on there, get them playing again, get them back in. They've obviously seen something in him, but so far his Rangers career has been very, very poor. Um, but Cantwell, for me, I think he's a good player, Gordon, but he's got to fit into the structure. And I think that's where he lets himself down a little bit. And I think that's why the manager gets frustrated with him. Uh, there's no doubt in his ability. But he's got to fit into what the manager wants. How will Sam Lammers be feeling? Because there's a lot of talk about Todd Cantwell and how he responds. Sam Lammers had another tough night, let's use that phrase, and would have heard jeers when, or cheers when he got brought off, Mark. 
Yeah, well, I, I don't know how aware he is at the uh, the situation well, and the fear of the fans. But, uh, but do, do you think he's really on the pitch thinking, "Oh, that's that's aimed at me"? I'm not Whoa. too sure. What do you think? Do you think you can avoid that stuff? I thought it seemed no, quite it obvious the other night. Him, mate. It was meant for him. Everybody was cheering when he went off. See, mm. see where I sat. The ball went in and it was a 50-50. You see, the, you see wee boys turning their back, putting their knee in their arm up to cut. He done that. And a 50-50. That uh, doesn't make you a bad player. Uh, come on, <laughs> just because you were the yeah, man. I would have turned my back as well. And by the way, I've been cheering off Highbrook's pitch as no, well. Oh, I must have noticed, Mark. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Your number goes up and people cheer. Yeah, hundred percent. You've yeah. had that, Mark. Well, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, no joke. I did get up when I played for Bristol against Blackburn and they cheered me off, and it's not a good feeling. <laughs> I'll tell you that. But look, I'm, 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 I agree with you, Graham. I agree with Daz, Sam Armors. I cannot. See for the life of me why he continues to be selected. One under Michael Beale, two under Philip Clement. I, I just can't understand why. Uh, only Clement will know that. Um, especially when you've got Campbell there and you've got the Rangers fans. I don't think there's many that would come on and give you a couple of reasons as to why. Now that's a worrying sign. Doesn't he create? Doesn't he really get involved in build up play? You're not seeing anything special. He's certainly not in there like a Maeda because he's worked right back the way. Um, so I wonder what holds him over Cantwell. I think he goes by what the manager's um, you know, uh, instructions are. I don't think Cantwell does. I watched Cantwell in pre-season training, uh, pre-season games, sorry, and I remember looking at him thinking, I like this guy, he's a real good player. But he causes a team so much problems with the way he just wanders away out of position. They get exposed a few times down his side. I know he's not comfortable there. I'm 100% with that. But I think the manager's basically saying to him, it's my way or you've got to sit behind me and watch a game. If I was Lammers, I wouldn't want to play tomorrow. I think they... Oh, players always want to though, don't they? I, I think the, the ground and... Graham on the line is voicing the opinion of the Rangers supporters who will be there tomorrow. I think the ground has swallowed them up. I think the club has swallowed them up. I think he's in the wrong country. And basically, he doesn't have the talent to turn so it around. So what you're saying is he's not got much of a future. Correct. <laughs> That's what's meant to separate you guys, though, who do it, and guys like you and I who just sit here and... Gordon, you got to. You got he's got to have him in. He just got to believe that he can go and start, to start brave, a, a good run tomorrow. But you're right, Hugh. Mark will tell you, Ibrox or Parkhead can swallow you up. Very difficult place to go if you're not in form. The fans have turned against you. But nowadays, you've got to have a big character. You've got to go out there and hope that, you know, just one game can turn it for you. Mm. You know, I, I've seen it a hundred times. If I had asked you one week ago, Graham, how confident you were of beating St Mirren at home, I think you would have been super confident. I wonder if the last week has dented that at all? No, no, no. I'm still confident in one or more. I thought they played well against Aberdeen for most yeah. of the game. I thought yeah. they beat them. Last night, was poor, the European game was poor, but... Sure, she's Lammers in the Ryan country. He's in the Ryan job, mate. She's a bus driver or something. He's out, he's out his depth or his mother. He, I'll tell you what, he's getting some money for a bus driver there. <laughs> you, you, you would like that, is it? Oh, by the way, you heard the big news this week. What? Used his bus pass for the first time. Yeah. Oh, it was brilliant. Ah, oh, he was 
Loving it. I, I, didn't know, along. I didn't know who the best singers were. I didn't know what front of bus or back of bus. <laughs> I had no idea, but I just I sort of caged myself in the middle. It was superb. X11. X11. Right in the Buchanan Street. Down you go. Oh, happy as Larry. Do you know what? Then, a couple of days after, I saw the X11 broken down at the side of the <laughs> M8 and with every fibre of my being <laughs> hoped that you were on it. I could see people standing next to the M8. In the freezing cold, and I thought, if I see you there, my life has peaked. I've been so delighted. But so you enjoyed it? You're going to make uh, a regular oh, yeah, of it? Yeah, yeah. Listen, it's the way to go, especially trying to get parked in Glasgow, and it's free, which yeah, is right yeah. up my street. I'm quite happy. Right, the draw is underway. It's very slow. What you can see is the pot two teams are now being drawn. So Germany are in a group with Hungary. So for those of you that said, okay, wouldn't mind a crack at Germany from pot one, if you take that, you'll have to face Hungary as the pot two team. And they've been very good recently, haven't they? They're certainly getting better. Um, maybe not traditional, or, or I say traditional, in the last kind of 20 years or whatever, not been a huge name, but certainly performing well um, at the moment. So Albania, that's, a, that's another people, uh, some other people shout for pot two. They're in with Spain, so we know them well, should we come out there. Uh, Denmark have just come out so we find out what group they're in so their scope here Denmark could well be paired with France and that immediately becomes the group to avoid then doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, you don't want that if one if that is the case um, so we'll keep a close eye on how this is coming out at the moment um, let's mm. just see I mean oh my goodness they're really really spinning it out no they've been drawn with England so Denmark are in a group with England so well that's, maybe, that that, group that's either. a group to avoid isn't yeah. it? Yeah. let's not bother um, with that group if we can help it uh, that looks nasty um, uh, very nasty indeed so Belgium not the not the superpower that people thought they would turn out to be have they maybe missed their golden age are they maybe on the the way down a bit well would you Kevin De Bruyne uh, yeah I probably th- agreed with that, that they're, they're past their best um, Group F no Portugal uh, which uh, so who's that? Oh no, so D, actually, D, D. so Austria, Austria have gone in France. with France. So that's so that's the so group. We're wanting to avoid no, them all. Actually, that's where <laughs> you start. <laughs> yeah, but, that's yeah, right. but, but that's where you start to weigh up. Though we don't want to be in any no, no, pot. But, but, that, but that's where you have to trade off. You say, okay, well, I don't want to be in with France, but Austria from pot two. Yeah, yeah, you'd fancy maybe. Again, Romania. They've just come out. So if Romania were to be paired with, say, Belgium, how's their Romanians these days? Then they good. Yanis Hadji is one of their main men. Right. Well, okay, we'll take them then. Um, we'll take Spain on. Albania and Spain. Um, I don't know. Yeah, they're not good travellers. Um, so, yeah, so there we go. Romania in with Belgium. We'll take E. Get us an E. I don't hate the look of that. Aye, get us an E. I don't. Let's see we'll what talk Portugal that group. get. Well, we know who they're going to get. Turkey, the only team left in pot two. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you're not on the committee. (laughs) I thought they were going to get Turkey myself there. Um, And it's not even Christmas. Right, (laughs) this is really awkward because I hope they start pulling these pot three teams out soon. A drama here. Oh, oh no, he's, oh, got no. A, he's got an extra ball. Steve McManaman's giving it the old Alan McRae. Oh, I like his oh, There's right a here. problem. There's a problem. Nah, he's fine. He's gone. So it's just for clarity, Turkey to go in with Portugal. We really kind of need to take a break, but presumably they're about to draw Scotland's pot. Oh, Are they going to do something stupid here? Five minutes. Show us a VT me. of something else. Well, we just go we for sing it. Sing a Swift will be on. Right, Scott. Oh, oh, I don't know what to do. Part three. Let's just stay. Oh, Let's just stay. Hold your horses. Gamble. 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 Quick. 
Nah, they're going to draw it now. No, they're not. They're yeah. just going to fold. We'll do the ads. Who, who, who have you got? No, lined don't, up? don't, don't not Are do you that. Are you allowed to do that? No, you're not. <laughs> you just make do you know that up? you're really not? Are you not? No, that, that's a that's a full power. Are you not? Ah, no go. I'll look at Michael. Oh, he's, he's one. Of, I'm just he's going to make ads before. That's best. <laughs> he's he's a professional. <laughs> yeah, for all your animal needs. Barum, barum. Ah, do you know what's annoying? Because every, everyone, me like everyone, likes the opportunity to be proven right. That's just one of life's great pleasures. I don't think we're going to get time to play Stuart Kettlewell because of this mm. draw, but he certainly bangs on about Greg Taylor's time. Oh, oh, well done, Gordon. That was that was guaranteed. Excellent. Um, right, come on, we're nearly there in <sighs> Scotland's pot. Could have had two breaks in now. <sighs> <sighs> yeah. yeah, I think all the people waiting for that. I know. It's George Bowie I'm worried about Because he'll be ready With the boom boom music Because Hugh Keevans calls yeah. it Do you know I'm actually Going to a wedding In Annan no. Tonight So my plan was actually To get changed At one of these breaks As well Oh dear Just get so. changed just now While well, you're I could Speaking actually do that I don't, I, put, I don't want to disturb <laughs> you three though. Put your trousers off Here we go <laughs> Here we go Part three Right come right. on then Let's see what's happening. Here we go. Scotland's pot for the Euros. And first yeah. first oh, first case. where are we going? Where are we heading? This is it. Scotland's name's been drawn. We're now about to find out which pot. Please be pot E, maybe F. Ah, let's have a look. A what have we got? What have we got? Oh, it's A. Me it's too. Germany and Hungary. We're in with the hosts. There yes. we go. Germany, Ooh. Hungary, and Scotland. Take that. Ugh, I don't know. Yeah, hungry. hungry. Good, you know. I'd have peaked, I think, in qualification. So. Germany at home, the home. Aye, aye, we'll take Germans at home. No chance. Hungry are good. I know, sure. I know, but so is every other team. Germany will be good. Ah, the preferred group E: Belgium and Romania. That's the one you want to be in. Ah, but like we were saying, you've got the host, Gordon. Great True. occasion. Yeah, great occasion. Let's look forward to it. Germany, Scotland, Hungary, and one other. I'll give you that name next. The winning team all season long. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. How good does this sound? Friday, the 14th of June, in Munich, Germany against Scotland in the opening game of Euro 2024. Hugh Hungary are in the group. We don't know who else yet, but that is sensational. Yeah, I, I was there, 1998, opening game of the World Cup finals in the, the Stade de France. Scotland versus Brazil. That's the peak. And it was fantastic. You remember the occasion the players all came out in kilts. It was a, an inspired move. Sadly, it ended in a very Scottish way with a known goal defeat. But such an occasion. And we can look forward to that. Now, there's nothing that tops playing the host nation in the opening game for Stevie Clark and all the players. Dreams are made of this. Friday the 14th in Munich Wednesday the 19th in Cologne And Sunday the 23rd in Stuttgart We don't yet know the final member of that group But Mark Wilson is just In terms of occasion and prestige Hard to beat Yeah, it's a fine reward for Steve Clark and his team as What has been a, a remarkable qualification campaign Hugh's right, doesn't get much better than that Representing your country <laughs> At a major tournament is fantastic, but to kick it off against the host in such a a fantastic venue, um, a full house, it'll be watched all around the world. 
it'll just be a brilliant occasion to be a part of. Yeah, I think that's the most exciting thing for everyone concerned with Scotland, Mark, is that we play the host in the first game. I can't work it out now, but I'll let you know on Tuesday how many sleeps it is to the 14th of June. Brian Loudrop has just pulled out Switzerland, so we'll see where they're going. Get him, yes. No, 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 Mark Wilson. Uh, and you've got you. There we go. We all have this Swiss. That is tough. That I think that's a tough group. Germany, Scotland, Hungary, Switzerland. That is your group for Euro 2024. What do you make of that? I think it's the best possible thing for us. Uh, and uh, you know, what's the point in striving and sweating blood over this and getting there, and then complaining because you've got the host nation, Hungary and Switzerland that you. You know, we're there to enjoy being part of a major international tournament. Sadly, because of world events, the last one that we were in, the, the last Euro finals that we were in, was spoiled by medical restrictions. This time, we're in a fantastic country, in fantastic cities, with fantastic opposition. This is what these guys play football mm. for. Yeah, so there you are, Germany against Scotland in the opening match of the Euros, the 14th of June in Munich. On the 19th, Scotland against Switzerland in Cologne. And on the 23rd, Scotland against Hungary in Stuttgart. You're not going to get where Hugh's coming from. You're not going to get here, Mark, and get an easy draw. You're just not. It doesn't, it doesn't exist. Um, that there is could possibly have been harder. It definitely could have been easier as well. I think that... Yeah, somewhere in the yeah. middle yeah without doubt um, listen I think when Steve Clark speaks he, he'll, he'll say as much but I think he'll be pretty pleased listen I, I'm i looking at that draw and think that's a more favourable draw than we got in the last tournament when you think of Croatia the, the previous World Cup finalist when you think of England and the Czech Republic I think that's a better draw for us I think Switzerland will be beatable yes Hungary have qualified well but again who knows what shape they'll be in Come, come the time we play them in Germany listen it's a great occasion and Germany haven't been too hot recently either got problems of their own so quite happy with that you're allowed to dream who cares mm. if it's going to be tough imagine beating Germany oh, on their own game. patch in the opening game of the Euros yeah I, I do agree with Mark I think he makes a good point there about the last Euros I think that's a better group a better opportunity we're getting into it in a better place uh, more confident uh, the boys have been together um, yeah, you can't For every Scottish fan out there now Looking at that opening fixture They cannot wait till June comes around now Superb, unbelievable So it's, it's confirmed already We know the opponents, we know the dates We know the venues And now you can start planning Having a look at the flight prices I think might give you a bit of a fright uh, Now that it's all confirmed um, We just need to find out if we can hire A, a camper van and I'll drive the four of us. That'd be good. Aye, aye. Yeah, yeah I, would, I would enjoy that. The high techs in Germany. Yeah, you need to take them. I yeah. give credit to you. They haven't really hung a bit in this. This has been exactly. quite quick. Once the drop started, it just yeah. took its time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've got to agree with that. Um, it just took its time to get going. But yeah, cannot beat that. What a feeling that is to have something really tangible to look forward to. As Hugh says, you know, this is our second successive Euros. Just, just none of it felt that way. Um, no. Do you know, apparently someone's been done with it. How do I... This is a real challenge of being a live broadcaster, right? How do I How do I word this on this family-friendly show? You know that really common thing that happens to people when they get sent a video 
and then they open it and the audio on that video yeah, I know where you're going with doesn't that. match what you think it's going to be and instead <laughs> it's from like adult entertainment no that's happened at the draw apparently is it, is it? remember oh, Gary Lineker got done with it as well oh, right, that, that okay. sort of thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> whose yeah. phone's that whose phone's been See, that's Buffon up on stage here somebody's phoned them never happens in a Nokia no it would not not yet um, <laughs> just <laughs> have to do the what was it called the polyphonic ringtone remember you oh, used, yeah. to, used to make your own yeah yeah type it in and save the sequence of the keypad um so there we go um i just keep repeating it well because it's, it's worth it scotland taking on hosts germany in the opening game of the euros how good's that you don't even need to wait you know once the tournament starts you're just there you've got all the ceremony oh wonderful hugh wonderful bratwurst beer killers and germany alemania Ah, there we go um, I was going to say there is still time for you to phone in Not a great deal of time to get your reaction over to that draw The great thing is we're here for over six hours tomorrow Because of the way the fixtures fall um, So that way we can reflect on it a bit more I mean, the first reply When we, we tweeted the draw from at Clyde SSB And the first reply is just someone wanting to know The background noise um, of the draw <laughs> Kaka May says, fantastic group um, Are you seeing what they're doing here? With the shipping containers? I, I, I must admit it's gone right over my head So I don't I don't even they, know they what that is cutting to shipping containers Being piled up in the groups With the flags being beamed upon them mm. To show the group What an odd Because we're watching the draw But we can't hear it obviously uh, Craig Shepard concept. says I'll take that big Al At least finish second So there's a lot of high hopes out there uh, On Twitter Jack says Not the hardest group I think that's fair That'd be a nice okay way of summing it up well, all, all that remains to be seen uh, I just think that it's glamour And some fans think it's doable mm-hmm. uh, And we go there with a sense of excitement and anticipation Why else did we spend all these months and years Striving and sweating to get there? Why bother about it? Go and enjoy um, I'm looking to see if there are any like You know, there's always a group of death or whatever they say mm-hmm. in a Champions League draw I'm not sure uh, Spain, Albania, Spain Croatia, Italy Spain yeah, one. Yeah, that's yeah, one That's not ideal is it to me, yeah. um, France, Austria, Netherlands And a playoff winner mm, mm. Yeah France, Netherlands The same group Yeah England, Denmark, Slovenia, Serbia Now there's always There's a, there's a bit of England will cruise through A bit that. of everything in all the groups Like you say Maybe the hardest would be Spain, Albania, Croatia And Italy yeah. Oh well, we've got a couple either side of me here, Gordon, getting ready. The oh, most of the show's coming. Hugh's got his scarf on. <laughs> Gordon's got his bonnet on. Yeah. It's cold out there for all. You, you're going to love this, right? I took a sneaky video of you. Yeah. Walking into the studio earlier, right? So you walked into the office. You've got your hat, your body warmer, your jacket. You look like the Michelin Man, and that's before we even talk about your clothes. And you've come into the studio yes. saying, "Oh, it's cold out there, shuggy boy." And I took a video <laughs> and I stuck it on Instagram. And one of your favourites has replied to it. My one of your, well, there's only one. Because you know, you know, he's got a lot of players that he likes to take under his wing mm-hmm. and just praises them endlessly. Yeah. On this Give show. me a club. Oh, that's easy. Charlotte and the MLS. Ah, oh, Scotty Archer. Archer. Who's Archer? Scotty Archer. I was listening. Who's Archer? Who's Scotty Arfield? Scotty Arfield. He replied um, to say that the Dazzler was the top man. Do you know I was I actually I genuinely was, did. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Scotty was a great what? guy, great player. I loved Scotty Arfield. I've got to say, I listened to him the other day there singing and his guitar. Fantastic, great, talented boy. Well done, mate. 
That's guitar. Not the country that the previous World Cup was held in. Guitar. Um, but there we are, Hugh Keevans were there. So here's your simple task 30 seconds, sum up today's football, tomorrow's football, and the Euro draw. Go. Well done, Stuart Kesswell, getting a draw with 10 men against 11 man Dundee. Well done, Stephen Aismith, beating the 700 game manager, Derek McInnes. And well done, the Jags, four wins in a row. Well done, Scotland, for getting there. Beer Kellers, Brackburst and Alemania, we're in the Champions Group. We're in the Host Nations Group. It's all going to be kicking off tomorrow at Perth. High noon kickoff. Celtic must recover from that defeat against Lazio. And Rangers, a draw against Aris Limassol. They have to come back big time against St Mirren. Will Lammers play? Merry Christmas. Hugh Evans, News at 10, Clydebank. <laughs> and George Bowie is up next. The good news is you won't be without your Hugh Evans fix for very long. 11.45 tomorrow morning. We are on air. We will go through all the action on a Sunday afternoon. I'm sure a few talking points will crop up and we can reflect on this Euro draw as well. So make sure you join us. George is up next. <laughs>